Hello there, Dunder Mifflin Knights, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a very sleepy time podcast. Tonight we're on Season 4, Episode 15. This is Night Out. And, ten, uh, let's see, we'll just go through some details of the episode, and I'll uh, catch you up on some things, uh, because everybody is so kind. And, uh, I think everybody is sleeping better this week. I don't know. Just maybe just me? I don't know. Uh, tonight's episode was directed by Ken Whittingham. It was written by Mindy Kaling and it aired on April 24th, 2008. Now, uh, just a few housekeeping details as we get into the episode tonight. Uh, I want to thank so many people who have left iTunes reviews in the past few days. Your kind words are so reassuring, reaffirming, you know, I take a lot of, uh, I get a lot of joy out of doing this, and it feels good to put something so positive and helpful into the world, and, um, you know, your Twitter messages, your iTunes reviews, all your feedback is so appreciated, so thank you so much for that. I always say, like, please, this podcast and the time that, you know, we have in bed right now is to help you sleep. If you think about it tomorrow or if you think about it some other time, uh, you know, reviews help help people discover the show. They're not necessary, um, but I don't, the whole idea of this is to not use a screen. So make sure your sleep timers are set, but don't do anything else. Time to sleep. Uh, also, I know, I think I had mentioned it in a previous episode, but my episode with uh, a podcast, The One With Friends, has gone live. So if you want to hear, you know, a whole extra hour of me talking about a Friends episode, then you can go ahead and check that out. I will put links in the show notes to that, or you can search Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts for The One With Friends. And so that's a good, uh, that's something nice to catch up on if you are looking for more podcast listening. And then uh, I had, uh, there's a few other Twitter DMs that I had uh, that were very kind. One of them specifically uh, was about, I used to always mention the date, the director, and the writer, and I hadn't gotten away from it because I, uh, the way that I watched the episodes stopped showing the director dates and everything, but, uh, you know, it's on Wikipedia, it's on IMDb, I think that's you know, I can easily do that. So, uh, there was also feedback that you wished the episodes came out faster. I do hear that. Um, I'm, for me, the consistency of putting it out is more important than the speed. I'd rather be able to say that it's out every single Friday than do like two here, uh, you know, two this week, one this week three another week. Uh, to me, the consistency seems more key, but I also started doing scrubs, and so those come out on Mondays. Uh, the Office comes out on Fridays, and so I'm trying to find the right cadence and balance. Um, you know, if the scrubs one isn't as well received, maybe then I'll move the Office one to Mondays and Fridays going forward. Um, all it's all a work in progress, as as we all are. So, 
I know I also had some really nice, uh, really kind words about my move. We are still trying to get settled in. It has been an absolute nightmare. Um, I know moving sucks, but this is like a whole, whole different level. So, but like anything else, one day at a time, we'll get through it. Just as if you were going through anything, one day at a time, we'll all get through it. And, uh, you know, always ask for help, always ask for support. That's been very strong for me. So, tonight we're going to get into the night. Tonight is the night out, which is, uh, I think it's a notable, it's not, eh. it's like when we're talking about season four, as I will be a, uh, as I will continue to reiterate, season four, incredible season. This one's kind of like, I think this episode would be a standout episode in a more, uh, in a more subdued season. It's like in a more standard season. Like this episode in season uh, seven or eight might be a real standout, but in season four, it's just a good episode. So we start off with Jim and Pam hanging out at reception. And in comes Michael, very distraught and upset. And he has gum in his hair. This just stinks. Don't touch it, Dwight. Dwight wants to help very badly. He noticed something shiny under Stanley's car. He messed up his hair for a piece of tin foil. Best case scenario, could have been a quarter. Peanut butter in the kitchen. I don't like peanut butter. Give me an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> it is 9 a.m. Not the good peanut butter. This is my hair we're talking about. I wonder what, like, why would an office, number one, why would an office have good and bad peanut butter? And two, I guess if you had, like, organic peanut butter versus Jif, I don't know. Uh, and now we have Michael getting a nice head massage with just his entire head covered peanut butter as Dwight licks his finger putting it down. Michael does have a great head of hair. Steve Carell, I mean, season one is interesting because his hair looks so bad, and I don't know if he got plugs or if it's just a different style as we went into season two, but there's a drastic change. But Steve Carell, uh, as he's aged, the gray hair on his head, uh, I am, I could be so lucky to have a head of hair like Steve Carell as I'm going into my 60s. Michael tells the camera, the dating is not going well. We crave beauty, like a piece of fine art. Any number of renowned artists. An arty photograph of Cindy Crawford nude. Hmm? The women I'm getting fixed up with. See, this is... This is way before, I mean, internet dating would have been prevalent in 2008, but this is before Michael would have been on the apps, all those swiping. And that's one of the things that is interesting about the timeless nature of the, uh, of the office is that 
he doesn't say that it's a specific online dating. He just says, I'm getting fixed up with. And so you can you can fill in the blanks and say that, you know, there's swipes in there um, or he's using one of the apps. But it doesn't date the show. Like, there's so many tiny moments like that in the show that could have dated the show, but they end up, you know, skirting around it. I think it's really smart writing. So we just got a, a shot where um, Ryan explains to the camera that they're having the office come in to help log sales on a Saturday and not, no one's really happy about it of course and so Ryan uh, comes in says my favorite branch there's kind of a weird exchange between Jim and Ryan where Jim says hey you know I, I think we should do this and Ryan says yeah yeah I know you told David Wallace at this at the holiday party and Jim just looks like a deer in headlights like oh you know about that now we have a big conference room scene and he's doing creative problem solving why am I pretending the website made sales that I made a temporary measure to increase the legitimacy of the site that is a great observation Stanley Dendermint from Infinity 2.0 TBD did the police solve the problem Yes. The social networking feature was infiltrated by sexual predators. Why do we need social networking? One-stop consumer experience. It's crazy because the language that's being that is used in this scene and the way that he talks about the website, I mean it was prevalent in 2008, but the 2010 to 2020 era is really when you would see this. Oh, Kelly, Kelly Land's a good one. If I had a, if I launched a website with this many problems, I'd kill myself. I have a question. How dare you? Michael does the 80s uh, slow clap. Think about it. A month ago, nobody would go on the website out of fear of getting molested. TBD, all these problems will be in the past. You're doing good. Slow clap. Dwight and Michael, nobody else. Coming out of the conference room. Michael, big hug. I need a girlfriend so bad. Do you know any girls in New York? You want to hook me up with? Ryan says no. Seriously. You see the girls at clubs in the city. Yeah, they sound great. Ryan says, stay real, screen in peace. Andy gives him like a air fist bump. Now we have Jim and Michael. And, and Michael's like, do you think Meredith would keep it quiet? Let's go to New York. We'll go clubbing with Ryan. You're single, I'm single. Pam, oh, that's still going on. Michael is very determined. Dwight, we're going to New York to party with Ryan. Count me in, dudes. I need some bro time. Little ball and chain. There's more ball than chain. 
oh yeah, I think this is, this must be the point when Angela Kinsey, the actress for Angela, was pregnant. In every shot, you know, yeah, this has to be it. Every shot of Angela now is only shot basically from the chest up. So like this shot, she's standing behind the reception desk. And so you can you can see like her upper body, but that's it. So Jim Jim pitches to Pam and to the whole office, says, Look, if we all work late tonight, no one has to come in tomorrow. And he says, this is a group that respects ideas the one time a year that they hear one. So now we have Michael and Dwight coming up to a club that his assistant told him about called Prerogative. This place is packed. Fire hazard. Beautiful babies. Swingers. John Favreau. The dog guy from Dodgeball. Vince Vaughn what's crazy is there's a there was a tiktok viral tiktok where it showed a scene from four i think it was four christmases and john favreau's in there as this kind of like white trash dude and john favreau was an actor and a director he also directed elf and in you know swingers and uh not rounders there's another poker movie he directed and now he is the savior of the Star Wars universe because I'm sure there's a lot of crossover I would be willing to guess there's a fair bit of crossover between uh, you, my lovely listeners and Star Wars fans Mandalorian fans, maybe I don't know I don't know, you can tweet me tomorrow so now everybody's leaving the office it's like 9.15 at night and as they all head out, there's a big crowd outside, and they're all locked inside of the parking lot. And Pam locked the office from the outside, but from the inside when they left. Stanley says, "If I'm not back in my, if I'm not in my bath with a glass of red wine in one hour, then you're both dead." Dwight has both master keys. What if you die, Dwight? He said, If I'm dead, you guys will have been dead for weeks. Ryan is introducing his friend Troy. You resemble a a token character. A regular banking wizard. A hobbit. Not a wizard, a hobbit. Very matter of fact, very Dwight. Michael would like some chicken fingers and a Midori sour. Two cups, one with olives, and another one filled with maraschino cherries. He's a normal guy, Dwight. So now we've got everybody standing around the office. They're all standing in the lobby. Toby has the number for Hank. Pam, Toby, you're the best. It's under here's security guard home. Does anybody have his name? It's Eddie. Evan. Creed says Hank. It's not Hank. 
Egbert Elliot. Hey, Chief. This is Jim Halpert. From where you work. You're the guy who sits behind the desk. Very nervous. African. Uh, who have I got here? <laughs> Ryan says, How shoot farms? He has his own beet farm. It's weevil season. Ryan is just like wired. Wired. Crazy. That's too much for me, man. I'm going to hit the bathroom. Dwayne says, maybe you have a bladder infection. You've been there a lot. I'll get you some cranberry juice and vodka. Dwight wants to know if his friend has powers. It's only slightly insulting. Hank is going to come down here. Just about an hour. He did it. I don't think I tipped them last year. Jim was supposed to collect it. Ooh. I never thought to tip a security guard in a building. I used to work in the, one of the big uh, towers downtown. And I never. I guess it'd be different if you're talking about a suburban office park. Michael's explaining he wants a tattoo on his back for Back to the Future. I like to look ahead to the future. It's got to mean something. She's never heard of the movie Back to the Future. Take a film education course. I'm in my 40s. He said 30 and I'm in my 40s. Swing and miss, Michael. Back to the future tattoo. That's a weird one to open with. This place is like a sexy preschool. Let's meet older women, older girls. Ryan. Ryan chugs a beer, smashes the glass. Michael says, wow, that's dangerous. Dwight taps a woman on the shoulder. How did you all find each other? Jersey State Varsity Basketball Team Northeast Regional Champs. Amazons. He says, wait, let's bail. We're not going unless we all go. Two girls to a guy. Wow, look at Dwight. Rally. I am happy to say I've never waited in one of those club lines in my whole life. Awful. What an awful way to spend time. Oh, Pam tries to toss a football at Andy in and just nails Meredith in the head. So they do get into the club. The Amazonian, the basketball team, sent a drink to the men. Dwight pours it out, says, not safe. You wash dogs? 
I'm a bank teller. Always tell women you work in finance. She's going to go use the powder room. Michael's feeling pretty good about that interaction. And now Dwight is making out with one of the basketball team people. Michael gets a picture on his flip phone. Meredith appears to have a concussion. And everybody's feeling pretty tired. While the whole office gets a text. <laughs> the whole office gets a text. It's like, ugh. I want to get out of myself. I want her to meet my mom. Ryan's like, do you think there's going to be this nuclear holocaust when the nations are destroyed? Like jungle warfare will rule the world? Michael's like, maybe. Meanwhile, the uh, woman that he was interested in is talking to another dude. And he's kind of, it's inevitable, right? Hank, I thought you'd have left your house to kind of get my shoes on. Got to put on my damn socks. We got Ryan, Ryan really dancing. I've asked a lot of girls to dance, Mom, as Michael's on the phone with his mom at the club. One of my friends is getting beat up by some girls. Pam said, I, I feel bad we're not coming in. I bet Michael had, like, scrambled eggs Saturday. Or everyone get your boss laid Saturday. Toby puts his leg on Pam, but Toby puts his hand on Pam's leg, and the whole office freezes. I have an announcement. I am moving to Costa Rica. Thought about it for a long time. I'm finally going to do it. I'm just going to hop the fence. And he just runs out the door. Everybody's kind of like, what? And there's a shot where he's like running, climbing the fence. And he just drops down and runs away. <laughs> Everybody... Like the, the shock look on Jim was priceless. Now Ryan's friend runs away and says, Do not take him to a hospital. You have to go. Good luck against Kong College. I'm not going to call her, he says. Seems like everyone's snoozing at the, at the lobby. We got cleaning people. Oscar. Explain what happened. Why are you assuming they speak Spanish? We locked ourselves in. And they speak Spanish to them. They happen to speak Spanish. Now we got a shot of an apartment. Brian says this is a one-time thing. 
They walk into a tiny studio apartment. Sofa, sofa. I got four. Dwight says, I'll sing you a song my mother sang me. It's a lullaby. Ryan's already asleep. Or no. Guys, I think my friend might have a drug problem. What do I do? Michael sits down. You have the three dudes, three amigos in bed. Tell him you're his friend. Help him. Everything will be alright. Then you put a wire on him. Find out who's selling them. You get that guy. Flip him, turn him into a snitch. Yeah. I've been watching the wire. I don't understand a word of it. Michael way ahead on the wire. Oh, good night. Michael's had his best night ever. Michael says it's not about the horniness, but the loneliness. Like a famous person once said. Let's hear it for the boys. Then you get a shot of Hank pulling in in his pickup truck. He's just cleaning people there. No cars. Son of a bitch. And that's the end. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that one. We're finishing up season four very soon. I'll see you next week. Good night. Sleep tight.